Welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I'm, of course, your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Uh, fandoms. Man, a place where we can all gather together to talk about a favorite film, favorite book, comic book, manga, what have you. And it's often quite nice to talk with all these folks. Some of them are going to be much more knowledgeable. Hell, you go to any fan group talking about Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, or Star Wars, or what have you, and you will find folks that will know infinitely more stuff about the subject than you may ever know. But then there's this side that has been kind of bubbling to the surface for several years, perpetrated by a whole load of newspaper articles and website articles and talking pieces and all sorts of things about toxic fandoms. And they, they're saying that they're incredibly prevalent. They're like a, almost like a cancer spreading through cyberspace. But is it as prevalent as they say? Is our fandoms inherently toxic? Honestly, I don't think that's true. I do think that uh, people being people, you're going to have some folks who take things way too far. It's an inevitability. I mean, you know of that one person, and it doesn't matter the subject. It can be anything, really. And you can picture that person in your minds right now who just goes overboard. And it can be with really anything. It can be a fandom, Harry Potter. Or it can be pop culture or politics or anything, really. When people tend to indulge in things that they're passionate about, they get very passionate about it, and they go overboard. It's an inevitability. But do fandoms kind of generate a toxicity? Uh, no. I don't think they do. By and large, fandoms are simply people who are passionate about something. The fact that they include some who are quite toxic, that's just kind of par for the course. The only reason that we, in this day and age, consider fandoms toxic is simply because of the outsized megaphone that the internet and social media has given. Let's think back a bit, shall we? Let's think back to all the way back to the prequels of Star Wars, episodes 1, 2, and 3. We had social media then, and people were blowing up considering the whole thing of the prequels as a terrible travesty, and how could this thing happen, and what was George Lucas thinking, and so on and so forth. And really, how many fans were so passionately hating on the prequels? Not that many, really. But you have to kind of think about this. There were a small but very vocal minority who absolutely ran with it. Now, they, as time has gone on, of course, not everyone 
hates it nearly as strongly as they used to. Yeah. But the thing is, is with social media amplifying the voices of a small number, it seems as though it's much bigger. It's so much larger. And naturally, those who are the center of criticisms uh, from Kathleen Kennedy when she was executive producer under Sony Pictures for Ghostbusters 2016. There was legit criticism, especially about the trailer, which was awful. But then again, this was kind of par for the course for Sony Pictures. But because they were able to say, oh, well, you see, the it's Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters fans are just toxic. That wasn't really the case. The film was just bad. You have the same thing with uh, Kathleen Kennedy again, helming Lucas films and the Disney quote unquote Star Wars trilogy, which were awful. And people were really upset. I mean, here was something that they'd known that they had seen and known about for their entire lives and were deep and passionate fans. And they just saw something that was soulless and stupid and poorly put together and not thought out at all. Were some who t- were there those who took it too far? Absolutely. But then again, that is again par for the course. Look at any sporting event. Any sporting event. And there are going to be those who are, you know, big fans of their particular team. And they cheer for their team and boo the opposing team. But then there are those who take it way too far. Way too far. That results in not just, you know, insults and name-calling, but can occasionally break out into violence. This is what happens, and it it's common human nature. Are fandoms wildly toxic? Mm. The general rule is, no, there are just toxic elements within every fandom. That's just how it is. I don't know how else to explain this. The fact that uh, you have so many publications that are going, oh, the toxic fanboys are at it again, blah, 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 without ever making any real distinction from the fan base as a whole, and a small but very vocal group, small group of them. And I understand why. I mean, it's very cynical. It's to get clicks. It's to get views. I understand, especially with the uh, nature of media today. I mean, hell, not so long ago, you know, 2014, 2015 or so, was really when rage baiting became the big thing. To put something out there that's either incredibly contrary and very uh, ire-inducing simply to get traffic so that they can turn around and put out numbers saying, look how much traffic our website's getting. That sort of thing. It's very cynical, and it's something that media and politicians have been doing for years and years. So when someone says quite confidently, 
oh, X fandom or Y fandom is outrageously toxic. I would really like that person to explain to me, I want examples of the entire fandom rising up as one and doing the terrible things you're saying. Because that's, again, like placing the blame of the actions of one person on an entire group. You can't say, well, because this person committed this crime, therefore everyone like him is exactly the same. That seems to be not only reductive, but intellectually dishonest. Toxic fandoms, yeah. Are there fandoms that are more toxic than others? I'm sure. It depends really on the subject matter. I mean, the more toxic the subject matter, the probably the more toxic the fan. That seems to be the case. Look at conspiracy theory fans, if you will. You know, they do the exact same thing, and they get quite loud and very, very obnoxious. Are they as toxic as a Star Wars fan group? I dare say they're a hell of a lot more. (sighs) Fandoms are about people with a passion on a particular subject. And sometimes those passions get inflamed and a few within that fandom go overboard. That is, of course, how life and humanity works. That's just how it works. If somehow this all surprises you, I don't know what to tell you. Welcome to planet Earth. This is how it works. This is how it happens. I'm not sure where you've been for however many centuries this has been going, how many millennia this has been going on. But it has been the mainstay of how people think and act. I'm not sure why you're suddenly not in the know. You're out of the loop. What planet did you come from? Uh, honestly, it's it's willfully willfully misrepresenting a state of set of groups and facts. It really is. So the answer to the question, toxic fandoms, are they as prevalent as they say? No, because the whole thing was intellectually dishonest to begin with. It was all based on the idea, in a very cynical manner, to generate traffic, generate money, as well as to deflect, you know, criticism. Whether the criticism is justified or not, that's really up to the public at large. Not to the people who are looking at it to find a way to profit or deflect those criticisms. And that's how it's been used. That's why the whole argument of toxic fandom has really popped up. We screwed up, and the fans are calling us out on it. We need to somehow frame these fans as their scum of the earth. That way no one can blame us for the really stupid decisions that we did. Very cynical. And it's it's flat out wrong. So, that is, I think, the answer. 
Are there fandoms that are toxic? Every fandom has an element of toxicity to it. It's just kind of human nature. Are some fandoms more toxic than others? Sure, but I think it depends on the subject matter. Are toxic fandoms as prevalent as they say? Mm, no, not in the way the question's being framed. <sighs> Man, what a very downer of a subject. But I think it was something that needed to be said. Far too often people like to equate the idea of broad-brushed broad generalizations of groups. And really, it's down to individuals. It's always been about individuals. Some people make good choices. Some people make really, really shitty choices. And they do it for very shitty reasons. But, you know, that's humanity. That's You're going to have that, you know, incredible breadth of what people will do. You know, the greatest heights of genius and charity and the deepest depths of depravity and stupidity. That's humans. I don't know what else to say about that. And, since this has mildly depressed me, I think it's going to be it for me for today. So it's time to close up the old shed, but I will see y'all next time.